The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. After making the crossing to the other side of the sea, Jesus and his disciples came to the land at Gennesaret and tied up there. As they were leaving the boat, people immediately recognized him. They scurried about the surrounding country and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Whatever villages or towns or countryside he entered, they laid the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him that he might touch only the tassel of his cloak. As many has touched it, were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, for those of you who are following along with what the church is reading, those on the Catholic Bible bus, we're now going to be in Genesis for a little while. Genesis 1 through 8. So begin to read that at home and to pray with those texts. There's spiritual meaning to the text. And that's how I want to approach Genesis today. We have two real images of God coming out of our text. One is God the Creator, and in the Gospel, God the Healer. God the Creator and God the Healer. And I want to look at a little bit with you today of God the Creator. In the book of Genesis, another way to translate this first line, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, is uh, in, the, in the way the Hebrew language is set up, you could, you could translate it as, in the beginning when God began creating, that God's creation is ongoing. He's not finished something in the past, but God continues to create. And when you take a spiritual uh, meaning of the text, it's in our own interior life, in our own soul, where God continues to create within us what is not there, but what God brings there for us. And if you look at this sequence here in Genesis, you see that the first thing is the, the wind of the Holy Spirit is blowing over. First thing is the Holy Spirit's wind is blowing over the abyss, and the, this mighty wind is sweeping and that's something we need in our own life. We need to be calling upon the Holy Spirit to blow into our interior life and to recreate us and to stir us up and to renew us. We need a renewal in the sevenfold gift of the Holy Spirit and a renewal in the spiritual gifts of the Spirit and a renewal in the charismatic gifts of the Spirit and a renewal in the mystical works of the gifts of the Spirit and a renewal in the uh, uh, infused virtues from the Holy Spirit and a renewal in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We need to be calling upon the Holy Spirit to breathe into us and to renew us on the inside out. And then the second part is calling for light. <laughs> We need, to, we need to ask God for light as well. We need to know uh, what he would have us to do. So we need to call on him. So let there be light. Think of that in your own soul. 
in your own interior life. We need the light of God to direct us. I just want to close, uh, friends, with uh, another scripture passage that talks about this renewal in the Holy Spirit. It's very easy to memorize, uh, to find. It's in the book of Titus, the letter to Titus, chapter 3, and then it's 4, 5, and 6. So if you can remember Titus 3, 4, 5, 6, you can look this up, and you should pray with this text this week. Here it is. But when the goodness and loving kindness of our God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to his mercy, through water of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Baptism and renewal in the Holy Spirit. 